Hi everyone, I'm Madeline Park, a stylist and vintage fashion hound. I believe everything has a story, whether it be clothes or the people that wear them. So this is Style Stories, a collection of conversations with creative people who have a strong sense of style. I sit on my couch with old and new peers and discover how their fashion choices have shaped and been shaped by their family, friends and careers. Together, we tell their style story. Today, I'm chatting to Carla Miko, freelance hair and makeup artist who frequents the sets of some of Network 10's most beloved programs like The Bachelor and The Masked Singer. Despite her diminutive stature, you can pick Carla out of any crowd with her part rock star, part 50s pinup girl getup. Now, don't let the jet black mullet and the studs and spikes scare you. These are just the edges that encase a little lady who is a delight to spend time with. Nothing says glam rock better than hot pink. Accordingly, I've styled Carla in a pink one teaspoon play suit, animal print alias May ankle boots, and vintage star earrings from a curated collection available at madelinepark.co. I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to Carla's story. Thank you for coming today. Please, it's a pleasure. Um, I know that uh, when I first kind of contacted you about coming, you were a bit freaked out. Um, (laughs) I know. So uh, as a makeup artist and as a stylist, we've obviously worked together. Yes. um, But... I thought it would be great to interview you, um, even though you're used to being on the other side of the cameras, uh, because you have a really strong sense of style. Mm, Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's my pleasure. And I think anyone that I've met that knows you knows that about you. I mean, it's, it's obvious. So what I guess I would like to do today is explore that a little bit. Sure. Um, and even in doing the photo shoot, we've kind of talked about like our youth and our yeah. love for vintage fashion. Yeah. But I would describe your style as kind of rock chick. Yes. How would you describe that? Yes, I would describe it as rock chick, but not to the extreme, like yeah. not like to an offensive kind of, you know, level. level. You yeah. know, I have to be appropriate for work as well. And I yeah. do like dress bit rock and roll at work so yeah it's to a level but not full rock chick and so it's a bit 50s has maybe. it always yeah. been that way like do you like what's what's kind of your first memory of being into a style or a fashion um that is a very good question I don't ever like it never no one style really stood out for me when I was young yeah but I, I remember like looking at something and loving it and then being obsessed with it, but yeah. not like a whole range. Like it wasn't like. Do you remember like one point, like in your childhood or like. You know what? what? It's funny because it was an outfit similar to what you style me in. It was a oh. pink play suit. Yeah. From like when Danny Minogue had her range out at like Venture or Big W. She yeah, had right. it. Do you remember that? She I had a clothing she range. She did a clothing range for Target, but that was, was like 10 years no, ago. No, I'm talking no. like. Yeah, a long time ago. Right, okay. <laughs> Let's not go into so numbers. when she's like home and away. <laughs> Would have been like home and away. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was the cutest little hot pink play suit. Yeah. But I think what's always stood out for me is colours. Yeah. Um, and putting colours together. It was a really hot pink play suit with a really colourful belt. And I loved that combination. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I think colour combos have always spoken to me. Yeah. Um, all through, like, childhood and then teenage years. So we, did you always dress in bright colours or do you think that was it an arty thing that you were attracted to? Or? Um, I, I think the mood. It was a bright mood and probably when I was younger, definitely bright colours. Yeah. As I got to teenage... I definitely... I can imagine you went through a dark phase. Yeah, it wasn't too dark, <laughs> but it was definitely edgy. Yeah. Yeah, and was, and then when I was probably about 15, I think I went... It was from then I went rock and roll. Okay. And yeah. so was it that as you became a teenager, the attachment to music, did that Absolutely. come into it? So yeah. tell me about that. Like, yeah. how did you get into music? Like, what, what was your experience of that as a kid? Sure. Um, I have a big family. Yeah. Mum's one of eight, dad's one of nine. Right. All my aunties and uncles, you know, were into cool music. So I had a bit of influence from them. Okay. Um, that was early. But were then, any of them musicians or? No musicians, but just yes. really, like, all went to gigs and, right. you know, they were... Do you have an Italian background? Is Dad's that... side is yeah. and mum's side Australian. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I a nice was, mix. Yeah, I was saying you and Giuseppe yeah. will get along just yeah. not for the Italian. <laughs> <See>. um, <laughs> so, like, because I don't, uh, being Greek, yeah. I, I, like, oh, there was a love of music, yeah. but it wasn't particularly cool. Like, I think it's cool, yeah. but, like, not your I, kind of cool. No, yeah. I don't, I don't think the cultural backgrounds had an influence anything to do with that yeah no no they just had i had a couple of cool uncles that were really into like ramones and right police and queen and i just you know they were cool to yeah. me yeah so then it became cool and then i guess as a teenager the cool girls were into music and yeah. so i kind of got in that then but and then was, i was like oh my god i love at, it in what the am 90s I what like uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm assuming teenagers yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. again let's not go into much detail but it was the nineties, and yeah. grunge was massive, and yeah. I was I was total you, Nirvana, and I still am like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, right? Grunge, yeah, yeah, that had a big influence. Yeah, and how did that come out? Like, um, unfortunately, <laughs> with clothes, Mum was, you know, I would be like Converse All Stars, and yeah, band T shirts and ripped jeans, and um, and you know, Mum never liked the ripped jeans, but that's what it was at the nineties. Yeah. you know, it was cool. Yeah. Did you stand out at school? Like, because you, oh. you are distinct now, right? In yeah. the best possible way. Sure. But, like, at school, what were you like? Oh, that, yeah, I don't know if I stood out, but I was definitely individual. Yeah. I don't know if I stood out. I wasn't like anything like that. But I definitely had my own style. I think I've always just stuck to my guns. Just yeah, I haven't out. followed the crowd with. Yeah, because I Imagine. wasn't a cookie cutter looking. Like I'm not like blonde, blue eyes, yeah. and tall and skinny. Were, like were I, the girls around you yeah, growing up? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. and so I'm not like that. So yeah. I had to like I almost like had to find, find it. It. another identity, not another identity, but my own space. Yeah, and then that I owned that. Like I hopefully own that space. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely do now. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a couple in, of years ago when I was young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage years, God. In terms of like your your background, what do you think are some of the root kind of causes or, or the root influences of your style? Yeah, it's funny that you say that because it. I think there is a massive reason to my style. Looking back, yeah, yeah. my family is incredibly loving, incredibly supportive, and I'm yeah. the youngest of three, the only girl. Yeah, um, and my two older brothers are both gay. Okay, so oh, I never knew that. Yeah, like, yeah. That well, I yeah. needed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but by the time, like, I was a teenager, 
again, my family is very supportive of my brothers, but they were kind of not uh, normal is that terrible word and I'm not going to use it, yeah. but they weren't the run-of-the-mill two sons. You yeah. know, they were different and colourful and, you know, one danced and, you know, one was quite, quite intelligent and, you know, they weren't football players yeah. and meatheads. Yeah. So they, my parents were very supportive of them being whatever they wanted to be yeah. and how they ever wanted to be. And so right. by the time I came along, I was like, I can do whatever yeah. I want. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, they never made me think, feel that I had to look a certain way or be a certain way. Yeah. If I wanted to be, you know, put they, blue in my hair. Yeah, go put blue in your hair. And I imagine two older brothers are going to be protective like in most environments yeah. two older brothers are going to be protective of their one little sister yeah. and a big influence yeah right? so to yeah. have two older brothers yeah that probably that I, I imagine put you on a pedestal no they definitely didn't, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no no they definitely no but they did they tease you like what oh they it? totally yeah. tease me cheeky thing so yeah. they still tease me to this day yeah but I guess they because they were t- like it was like a you know they were so free to be whatever they wanted and how they wanted yeah you know we'd listen to Kylie and you know yeah. Madonna and you know it just a very free like um yeah it we felt really like, comfortable. Yeah. So you know? it sounds like your house, though, was it was free and full of colour. Definitely. Like full, of full of life. Full yeah. of colour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I th- that has really affected me, letting me be whoever I wanted to be. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be that really, like, pretty, dainty, florally young lady. Yeah. I'm still definitely a lady, but with a bit of edge. Like, yeah, yeah. Never, you know, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm I not going to conform. I think I had the pottier mouth of the two oh, of us. Oh, you definitely yeah. do. I do have a potty mouth. Cheeky, I might be very cheeky, but potty mouth, no. I'm a lady. <laughs> and so what happened after school? You, because obviously you've been working in makeup. For, yeah. Hair and makeup hair for a long makeup, time. Yeah. What, what did, how did that kind of transcend from school did is yeah that like straight away or uh, I was really lucky I started working the hairdressers from age 15 like right. a Thursday night Saturday girl yeah and I did that for a few years and then in like year 10 11 I got some work experience at Foxtel in the okay. makeup department hair and makeup department yeah and then I just kind of never left like I, I I still stayed at school yeah but every weekend I could I would go to Foxtel and and be work experience. So basically, I was work experience for like two years right. through the, through my school holidays and weekends. And if they had a, you know, a big job and they needed a, you know, a free girl, yeah, yeah, I would go in. So I did a lot of work experience. Like I just like I just wouldn't leave them alone. Right. And you know, I help. I was just always helping. So when I was work experience, I was cleaning their brushes. Like I made everything. I just made myself as helpful as I could. Yeah. So they'd let me keep coming back. Yeah. And is that you learn everything then? I learned so much. I then did a one year full time makeup course. Okay. And I was still working at the hairdressers and then it kind of just went on from there. Yeah. It takes years and years and years. Yeah. If I or if I was a young makeup and hair artist coming, I'd say give yourself five years. Right. Don't expect to be paid. Yeah. A wage, like yeah. a proper wage, for five years. Yeah, and it's those ones that stick out the five years that will last. And yeah, yeah. I know that even with fashion styling yeah. and having interns of like working as an intern. Yeah, I worked as an intern at thirty because this is my second career. Yeah, and you know, I just know that uh, that 
pre-experience for me, like having worked in a corporate world mm. for a good 10 years mm. prior to getting into the magazine world kind of gave me that discipline and mm. that acknowledgement that um, people need help and yeah. you just have to get in there and, and do stuff yeah. rather than what, like... Sit back and wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I know obviously we've worked together. Yes. And... Um, it's a delicate balance, isn't it? Oh, um, absolutely. Like when you're at that beginning phases in the, your career. Yeah. You um, really got to know when to hold them and when yeah. to fold them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what – like talk me through the the kind of shows you've worked on or, yeah. you know, so you started at Foxtel and yeah. it, did you always want to get into TV or – No, I think it n- – no, but I'm glad I did go with TV. Yeah. It really suits me. TV is like in and out. Like it might be a really full-on day, but it's not three months of my life on a movie or in a drama. You know what I mean? Like you, you get booked for the day, you go in, you do the job, you get out. You yeah. might be booked for five, five days. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah. That's enough commitment for me. Yeah. But TV is like really pacey. And when I came in at Foxtel, it was a great time at Foxtel. It was, you know, Foxtel was new and... Um, we have, there was so much Australian production. Those studios were filming like seven days a week, two yeah. studios. Yeah. You know, I really got lucky with my timing. Um, we had like Comedy Channel and Crime Channel and the music channels were huge for me. And then Disney, Nickel- like Lodian were in there. So super lucky, yeah. super lucky. Yeah. And then why would I ever change it? Like well, I just, yeah. I really came in at a sweet TV golden time. So you, because I remember when you, you know, you know, you and I've spoken, and you were saying that, like you, you did a lot of music stuff. Yeah, at yeah, the I beginning, did. Yeah, right. Well, Channel V was huge. Been, yeah, that must have been like, Ugh, heaven. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Did you? Um, so you were doing hair and makeup. Yes. How did you? Like, if I was in that world, especially at a younger age. Yes. It being something, obviously your attachment to music's always yes. been really strong. How did you contain yourself? Yeah, it was hard. It's yeah. really hard. If yeah. you've got a rock star in the green room and you're just trying not to stare but can't mm. help but stare but not even meant to be in the room really but hanging in the room. Yeah, like, it's yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, again, just make yourself useful and yeah. then you'll, um, you know, they'll let you hang around. Or I tried to be friendly as well like yeah. a lot of like famous people come in and no one's allowed to talk to them yada yada yada, yada. Yeah. boring yeah I would not I'd be respectful but I'd always like hi I'm Carla you know I'd try to yeah, yeah. I know you're you always know what I mean? so trying to make people feel comfortable set. I know it's one of the things that I've instantly liked about oh, you cool. is like and and I did mean to talk about this today, but yeah. I feel like the reason we gelled mm. so well mm. when we were working together was mm. because um, we were working with younger talent. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, yeah. And I, I, I feel like we both kind of had a, a sense of responsibility to nurture them a yes. little bit. You know, I like, have that even with old talent. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Going back to those kind of earlier years at, on V Channel, like yeah. who was, who was someone that you, like that you were like, oh my goodness, I, I can't believe I'm in the same room as you. Yeah, um, I think, and also you got to think back to a time when 
social media wasn't big. Yeah. So your only like avenues to see famous people was on really TV. Yeah. So um, it it did feel like an insight if you're yeah. in the backstage. Like you yeah. weren't like we know everything now. We know when people go to the toilet yeah, with right. social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in those days, it I was back like in the green room and I was like, yeah. Robbie Williams, this is this is cool to be in the room. With yeah, Robbie right. Williams. You know, like <laughs> that was he was a star. Yeah, and he oozed charisma. And I was like, yeah, I just will hang around here for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so How does it feel like to that? get ready on the day that you know you're probably going to see Ro- Robbie Williams on set? Like, yeah. uh, like from your own perspective, what did like? How does it feel to get ready for yeah, that day? Yeah, well, obviously you put it. Smidge more effort in. <laughs> but you know me and I always look the same at 3am till 3pm. Like, yeah. oh, it won't matter what time of day it is, I always. But maybe, yeah, the Robbie dad did yeah, look a yeah. bit. It just smelled <laughs> a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, you were at V and yeah. then you're obviously you have a really strong connection to Osha. Yes. Um, but you met him all the way back then, correct? Yeah, yeah, back in 99. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he was at, just starting at Channel V. Yeah. Um, and we, I remember showing him around the building, like like randomly. Because like, he would have been so young back then He too. was young too, yeah. Well, yeah, we were both young and um, at a time. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember, I, and it's weird, I don't know why I remember showing him around in particular, but clearly... It was there was a connection. There was a connection, but like it was the beginning of a, yeah, a long friendship. Yeah. But it's weird that some things stick out. Like I don't remember showing other other people around, but yeah, I definitely remember going showing the Foxtel building around with Osha. Yeah, right. Down at the water at Piedmont. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, I, it's funny because even in my more recent years, I felt like there's been a few people that I've met, mm-hmm. um, like Rachel, mm. and I think I even we said it in her interview that. It's like she's the only person that I remember really noticing at Mother's Group. Yeah, when I met right. her. yeah. Um, it's and fast. yeah, like, and now she's like one of my closest yeah. friends. And there's so many things that we connect on. Yeah, but it's it, it's funny how I think maybe there's just an instant pull to somebody. Yeah, um, especially in our jobs, your job and yeah. my job, yeah. you have to feel comfortable with somebody. Yeah, if for me, if they, someone sits in my chair and I'm touch, about you know, touch them for work. Yeah. Um, they've <laughs> got to feel. Uh, I'll say again for work. Yes, <laughs> they. You've, they've got to feel comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, Osha and I definitely felt comfortable. Yeah. From day one. And when you, because that's as I said, yeah, I feel like you're a very nurturing person, um, and that's part of what makes you so great in your role, and part of why your career kind of probably transcended so easily through that one network. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but do, were you always like that? Like as a kid, were you always like the, that friend that, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah, probably. But I do think a lot of makeup artists are quite nurturing. Yeah. Well, the good ones yeah. usually are. Because we're the last point before they get on yeah. camera, right? So if they're not in a good mood or if I've put them in a bad mood, I won't then be employed again. And if they don't feel comfortable. They don't then feel comfortable, that's yeah. That's how I feel. If, if, if someone's feeling self-conscious in their clothes yeah. or they don't feel like themselves or feel good in what they're wearing, yeah. then they're, they're not they're, they're going to be preoccupied with that yeah. in the back of their minds before and, they're out to perform. And it's such a mental thing. If they feel comfortable, yeah. they look good. Yeah. So 
even if I don't totally agree with what's going on with hair and makeup or whatever, yeah. it's, that's their style and yeah. they're comfortable, yeah. they're going to look good. Which is what I said to you today. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, going into to style yeah. and going back to like you, all these kind of music references yeah. that you had as a kid, yeah. how have you found they – have fed into your work at this point like um i uh personally my style or or with the work i do do you mean uh well both like why don't you talk about your personal style first and then we'll talk about work sure i love david bowie like love yeah like I still can't listen to his last album. Like it's too pain. Like it's too painful for me. It's too much. <laughs> so I can't listen. So I've got it CD. I've got a vinyl record player, and I've got the vinyl. I'm like it's not. It's unopened. I'm like, I can't do it. When did you start listening to Bowie? I was probably in my teen years. I don't okay. know how, but I just That's no one like kind of showed me. It just you. kind of happened. Yeah. But the thing I love about Bowie is he was a. Um, he doesn't like the word, but he he was a chameleon, and he mm. just would change. Uh, all the time and it always felt like him but like he yeah. would he never um, he led the fashions I'm not saying he followed people yeah but whatever he was it still felt like David Bowie yeah you know and but he, he could constantly reinvent yeah. himself yeah. yeah but it always felt authentic yes some people try and reinvent you're like mm, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> not you someone's done that for you yeah but he felt um, quite individual and I think that like I why did you resonate with that? Because I don't ever want to be like anybody else. Yeah. So that's probably... Is it from... Do you reckon you feel like that because you've come from a big family or...? Uh, I, no, I wouldn't say... I wasn't like ever trying to stand out with my family. It was right. a very supportive family. But yeah. my dad's quite individual, like right. quite creative. Yeah. And thinks outside the box. And what I think that do? would be... His job's not like that. Right. He runs his own, like, medical supplies business. Okay. <laughs> so nothing like that. But you, he's still creative. Like, yeah, he right. still um, draws now and paints and... Oh, that's cool. He's just not... Uh, he thinks outside the box. Yeah. You know, he thinks bigger and different and that's probably why I don't want to be like anybody else. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dad and Bowie. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> that, two dads. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Your two big influences. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how did that look in your house? So, like, I I don't – my – I didn't necessarily grow up in a particularly creative house. Sure. Um, it was uh, – my mum always loved beautiful aesthetics, like mm. antiques mm-hmm. and – beautiful clothes mm-hmm. and so I can kind of see where my love for yeah like things that look amazing comes from yeah but it wasn't necessarily a creative house and I always want to know what a creative house kind yeah. of feels like you yeah. know is it bohemian yeah is it, like does it have to be bohemian yeah what does it look no like for you guys? I can tell you now it was not bohemian <laughs> it was very suburban yeah except again dad um he painted like murals on our uh you know, our bedroom walls, um, like like life size, like yeah. uh, like a Tweety Bird and Sylvester. Oh yeah. You know the um, the cat and um, like Daffy Duck. Yeah. Like what, Dad? Like it was full, like full size. And was it? Did you, were you like egging him on, or was he no, just like, just, I'm just going to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a nice space for my kids. That's cool. So very suburban. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely say very suburban. Yeah. But little things like that. Yeah. He. 
he would do. Yeah. And did your mum love that about him? Like, is that something oh, that? Sure. Yeah. Or was no, it a sometimes. frustration? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> like, why are you guess. putting Daffy Duck on yeah, the wall? Yeah. 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 Um, but no, no. Yeah, it was it was quite severe, but I would, it wasn't bohemian, but yeah. a very supportive household. That's yeah. what it would have been. So I guess if you when you going into a creative field, he would have been yeah, like, he, good, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Was it probably something that he wanted to do, but felt like he shouldn't? Like you know that yeah. Is he, did he was he born in Australia? Or yeah, was, he yeah. was. He's what he what dad is is a um a helper like he wants right. to help people yeah so that's why you go into medical supplies so you're very much like your dad well yeah that well <laughs> yeah that's nice of you to say yeah he uh, that's why he's a helper yeah yeah so he loves the creative side but no I, he wanted to help people that was his main drive but it's yeah. that creative side still in him yeah like he has to make up medical things like actually physically make them right and that's he gets a lot of satisfaction out of that yeah right yeah yeah cool yeah and so, so okay. So your dad and Bowie, yeah, like the 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 fathers of style. Yeah, for you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as we've said, you've kind of like got a very distinct look sure. that, um, you know, like it's actually was so easy to style you oh, in cool. terms of picking things yeah. because I'm like that's definitely coming. That's definitely <laughs> not. Um, yeah. Uh, but. What I'm interested to find out is, like, how – because as you are saying, you have to, like, put someone out there. You have to make them feel good in their own skin. How do you kind of integrate your own kind of creative outlook into your work? Yeah, sure. That is a good question and it's hard. Yeah. Um, I honestly think if they feel comfortable with me and I think when they – someone meets me, they know – Hopefully they're picking up that I am myself and like you know I'm true yeah. to myself. Yeah. And I think you can trust someone who's authentic. Yes. So I guess my style is definitely me. Like yeah. you know, like you said, people know me. Like you know, yeah. I, they may not know my name, like, but they'll go like, oh, that girl oh, with that the girl. hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I just for the people that are listening, I was just saying that um, my friend was on. Uh, in the audience for The Masked Singer where you're obviously working. Um, yep. And just to give people listening an idea, that the attachment to Osher is what you are his well, dedicated hair and makeup yeah, artist. Yeah, sure. If he can, yeah. So, yeah. Um, he requests me, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so basically Carla is on all the shows that you would see Osher on. Yeah. Um, but, and The Masked Singer is the yeah. latest one. Yeah. But she was uh, on in the audience and she she mentioned something about oh and then Osha's hair and makeup artist come out, came out and she was like helping the audience and <laughs> I'm like oh what did she look like and she's like oh she was very distinct she she had like kind of crazy 80s yeah. hair and I'm like oh that's Carla that's, yeah. I, that's my friend yeah. I know who Carla is yeah so yeah yeah, yeah like <laughs> I don't and you know what I don't mind that I'd rather be known because, uh, you you know, in TV you meet so many people. Yeah. I'd kind of rather be known for my hair or, you know, then um, – or people forget my name. Like I'd, I've, I kind of don't want to be, you know, a wallflower. Yeah. So I'd rather stand out. Yeah. Even if it's something a bit crazy and embarrassing. But I think that also going back to, like, what you were saying before, I think that what you're also known for in the industry is, like, just how lovely you are. Oh, that's and lovely. Well, it's true though, and I, I think uh, that's what I appreciate because when I first started working on the mm-hmm. Disney Channel with you, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, I was the newbie. Mm-hmm. You and Adam had worked together for a while mm-hmm. and Ash was relatively new but she yeah. was obviously already very comfortable with you and the four of us were I mean it was just the four of us at the time and yeah. we were the ones like in the green room hanging out exactly so I kind of had to integrate myself into yeah. that yeah and um like I just felt instantly comfortable oh, with good. you and, and I knew I could trust you to ask yeah. questions yeah. and kind of give me the lay down of yeah. what was okay and what was yeah. not okay. Yeah. And as that, like, I mean, that job grew so exponentially yeah. for both of us yeah. in that time. It just became a really big job yes. uh, with more people involved. But I think that what, I mean, I'm a mum now, so it's kind of instinct, but yeah. I've always been someone to kind of, like you're saying, just yeah. make sure that everyone around yeah. me at work is okay. Definitely, um, I think it's. It, I, I just, I just keep thinking, what would I want if I walked into a room of not knowing anybody? Yeah, you know, how would I want to be treated? And yeah. I want someone to help me, yeah. or be kind to me, or include me. Yeah, I don't like people being excluded at yeah. all. Yeah, so I think I try to make everyone feel. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah. 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 And communicate. Like if you wanted to know, I definitely think communication is key. Yes. And I never withhold information like from a stars. You know, it's not yeah. – I never want to be that bitchy. No. Well, and that's why I, like that. I yeah. felt like it was always really nice to work with you because yeah. even – like I know when you didn't like something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well. But, but sure. that was – no, but I th- yeah. by that point we kind of had that yeah. rapport that it was like it was all right and then it would – you know, I'd be like, okay, maybe it's a bit much <laughs> or or not enough or yeah. whatever. But, um, yeah, I I felt like I was even saying it to Giuseppe before mm-hmm. we started today that we had that relationship where, you know, I could um, – uh, the communication was really good yes. and I felt like you knew what I was doing, yes. I knew what you were doing yes. and we would come together. Yeah. And But our mutual point of connection was making sure that the talent – were right, you exactly. know, not, yeah. not that your agenda was being driven and yeah, never. What, or mine either. Yeah. Um, and that's what I find really interesting about your job yes. and because you obviously a creative person with kind of like bright ideas about things. Yes. Um, that you can still reel it in because what you're doing is effectively putting the talent before any of your own agenda. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so then do you, do you kind of... Because I know I do with yes. work. When I'm in that scenario, obviously whoever's paying me and the talent are kind of yeah. core to the decision-making process. Yes. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to break out of that and like do what I want to do like, yeah. like from a creative point of view. Yeah. Do you ever feel that? Um, I'm pretty lucky. I have a good balance. Yeah. Um, I know I work with Osha a lot, but I do get out and have other freelance jobs so I can feel more, mm. you know, a little bit more free with yeah. what I can do. Um, music was great back in the day. That yeah. that's kind of did you ever now. do? Was it? Did you ever do music videos? Like no, I no no yeah again too much commitment. Yeah yeah. Just, okay, I go in for the day, go out. Yeah. I don't need to do like shoot overnight in a warehouse. Yeah no, right. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't. I feel very happy creatively. I don't feel there's a lot of areas in my life. Like, it's not just work that I'm creative. Yeah. As in, like, my personal style, I feel creative yeah. with that. With my home, I feel creative with that. Yeah. So I don't ever feel like I'm not being creative. I, I, it's almost like 
my whole life is exact like me working creatively. What does your house look like? Um, you can tell it's my house. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like there's weird lights and um, uh, a lot of – I'm really big into smells. Like I, if you walk into my place, it's the – same smell every time. Yeah. Um, really sensory. Like what is or it? Or dimming lights. What's the smell? I'm um, trying to imagine what it would be. Like. I know. It's it's a little bit spicy and a little yeah. bit citrus. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah but Because really I can imagine warm. you going down that like cinnamony yes, kind of. Yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of um, uh, like concrete and black but still quite warm, like soft furnishings, like soft yeah. curtains that um, – yeah, you'd, you'd look, you'd know yeah. it's my place. Yeah. I don't describe it very well, but <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's the layer. It's called yeah. the layer. The layer. Yeah. yeah that that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what, what, um, so you, you've had this like amazing trajectory of a career in mm. terms of a hair and makeup space yeah. and like a lot of opportunities that would be very coveted. You worked really hard for them, but what yes. happens with you now? Like what, what do you see? For your future and yeah, I um, I'm very lucky. I'm very happy in my job, and I want to continue. And yeah. I'm not an ambitious person with work, but yeah. I'm ambitious in life. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, I don't want to have the best jobs, but I want to work with the most the best people. Yeah. As in personality, I don't yeah. want like high, you know, um, massive talent. I yeah. just want to work with good people. Yeah. And that's what drives me. Yeah. So if I can maintain being creative and working with people that I like and want to be around and want to touch their face and want yeah. to touch their hair, that's where I'm happy and that's yeah. what I want to continue doing. Yeah. I'm not like I have to be with this agency or I have to be like uh, famous makeup art working on whatever, this yeah. or in magazines. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I want to work with good people that, you know, make my heart happy. Yeah. 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 And if I continue I that, feel I'll like you've built a little family around yourself at work as well yes now. like yeah i mean but that am I allowed with to time. say that you've introduced audrey and yeah, Osha, yeah, like yeah. you know like you yeah match made for yeah you know but you know it's like you get to know if your talent you you know they're in yeah. their chair every day you yeah. know that talent very well so if i think someone might be a good match for my yeah. talent yeah you know i'm not always wrong <laughs> like i'm pretty good at it so yeah. yeah have you have you match made anyone else um not talent no, not but, my talent. But, yeah, yeah like, I've definitely got you, like, you and like, you. Little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I think also our jobs, because we have to watch a TV, yeah. like our, what our work is and be checking all the time. It's like we're always constantly scanning everything, yes. moods, looks. Yeah, you know. So I feel like I do that in my everyday life as well. I'm yeah. always like scanning. It's like, a I'm like right. Yeah. What, are you guys vibing? Like yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. I'm always kind of assessing. Yeah, but I think that's also like your the the human part of you as well like that caring yeah. kind of helping yeah. part where you're like are you okay are you okay yeah. which is you know I know you do that at yeah work. <laughs> um and you know it's funny because like again you visually you, you you're like make quite a statement but mm. at work you're like you're I, I just feel like you were fairly quiet most of the day yeah unless you're talking to the talent yeah and then you were just kind of really gentle yeah them, and you know but I think that comes to being, you got like I said before, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yeah. So you got to know when to bring energy and like the talent might need some energy and a lift. Yes. Or a producer might go to you, you know, they need a boost. Yeah. Let's lift them and yeah. they'll often and turn then to me. Party. But then <laughs> other times you have to know, know that talent needs quiet time. Yeah. And be 
you know, you, you're not like to be talking about your problems with, the, like, you know, like yeah. they just need some quiet before they go on. Yeah. And I know I'm like can be a bit chatty and cheeky, but I try really hard to be professional. Oh, that is, yeah, 100%. that's. Which is why sometimes I might be quiet. I'm trying to be professional, but inside I'm like, oh, I think the thirsty. cheekiness came when they were filming. You and I could be. I, yeah. <laughs> cheeky yeah, behind I know. The it was cheeky. But that's what makes the it day was fun. fun. No, I know. Yeah. That, that, was, yeah. that was a nice time for me. Oh, and good. That's nice. I, I think it was, well, I... I was pregnant with Benji. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so huge. Yeah, oh, you, oh, he was such pregnant. a big baby. Yeah. I know, but he was such a big baby. I yeah. just remember some of those days on set were really long because yeah. I, I remember just feeling it. <laughs> yeah, but I remember it being a very kind of fun, you know, just a. a I really loved being there. And oh, it was that's good. Isn't good, it? just because Chloe was still little. And, yeah. Um. Okay. So, what like outside of work? Do you have mm-hmm. other goals? Like you know, there's other things that you want to do. And how do you see your style changing as you get older? Do you know what? I don't think it's going to change that much, except yes. And I'm only just getting to this as I get older. Is to be a little bit more like because I'm a short person. Yeah. I wear short shorts and short like skirts. Yeah. Um, and because I'm sure. Um, but I'm going to have to, I'm like thinking, I can't wear, I'm going to have to start wearing like more age appropriate clothes soon. That's the only thing. Yeah. So I don't think my style is actually going to change except the like kind of the parameters of it. What you, so you just go a bit longer in your legs? Yeah, a bit longer. Yeah. I think that's it. Maybe cover my arms. Like, you know, like old lady arms. Yeah, I know. Like I get that. But then. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to change my style. I haven't changed it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I don't know you as a younger, yeah. you know, teenage girl, but yeah. I feel like your style probably hasn't changed it, that much no. over time. No, it hasn't. Yeah. It's got, thank God, better, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it hasn't changed that much. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. So, no, I don't think I'll change my style except be, try to be age appropriate. Um, which you don't have to be. Yeah, I know. Not yet. It's a bit boring. But still, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's yeah. your favourite piece of clothing in your wardrobe right now? Ooh, that's such a good question because I because creativity, like I feel it in clothes yeah, as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I have a lot. What am I loving right now? Um, oh, the dress I wore today, the red leopard dress. Like what, that what was silk, that? It's a, it's a um, silk laundry. Silk laundry, long, yeah. Um, dress and it's like a really good red slip slip yeah and i wear like a black and silver belt with it yeah yeah i like that one at the moment yeah very today yeah changed well tomorrow. i got you a couple of leopard prints i slips. know i saw you did great yeah <laughs> yeah you think i'll take them home no, yeah. <laughs> no they are all right well i think that wraps it up so thank you for sharing your style story mm, thank you for having me as Carla cites David Bowie and her dad as her fathers of style. On one hand, you have Bowie, who was renowned for his alter ego, Ziggy Stardust, and was the master of style reinvention and the father of glam rock. On the other hand, you have Carla's dad, a humble man who strived to help those around him while successfully warming a little universe within his own home that allowed his children to shine brightly in whatever form that took. It's no surprise then that Carla has chosen to surround herself with stars. Whether it be musicians or TV personalities, Carla literally illuminates the world around her with a brushstroke, a kind word or a funny joke. 
but it's her bold, bright style and her delicate, gentle touch that make Carla the star of this style story. 